0: Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode number 48. I'm your pal, Val, and with me is guest host, the man, myth, legend, King NASCAR. Logan, how are you, sir?
1: I'm fine. I hope everybody out there is doing good tonight.
0: Yes, hope everybody's having a great day. Looking forward to race weekend. I know I am. And those new to the show, this is NASCAR Radio. This is where NASCAR and NASCAR trading cards meet. And in that, respect, we're going to talk about last week's winners and highest finishing rookies in the Xfinity and Cup Series as the Truck Series was off. And we're going to talk about the 1989 Max set, the different versions of the set, the Crisco set, and the preview. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, That's not something I collected back in 89, but I know our guest host did. So I'm looking forward to that. So let's jump right in. The truck series was off. They will race again this weekend, June 12th, at Texas Motor Speedway. It's the speedycash.com 220 at 1 p.m. Eastern. Stages are 35, 70, 147. Plaps for 220.5 miles. Green flag flies at 114. Moving over to the Xfinity. That was race number 13. That was at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course, Lexington, Ohio. That was the 8th Annual B&L Transport 170 at Mid-Ohio. That was Saturday, June 5th, 2021. Total race length was 78 laps. Uh, that, That was a road course that was quite interesting. I really enjoyed that I, A.J. Amendinger, um <laughs> he put the pedal to the metal, and he didn't care. He was coming through the, through that like rowdy whatever from or whatever just from Days of Thunder, uh, and he was able to uh, get out there and and get the win. Our highest finishing rookie finishing the third spot. Anybody want to guess?
1: <laughs> Ty. <laughs> Freaking Gibbs. <laughs> oh man, he, he
0: I thought he was gonna win that thing there. He
1: he led for a while, man. I thought for sure he he was gonna just muscle his way on up there and, and get that thing, but uh you know bless his heart. He he, he tried, but you know, third's still not bad.
0: <laughs> no, not as a rookie, so it was really cool. Yeah, at the end there it was kind of it was crazy and it was really cool though, because AJ Emmerdinger. Um, his car sponsor was right is from that area. And I think that's like a home track for him. So he was super elated, the whole team, you know, it was really cool to see that. So,
1: yeah. And, um, actually that course is not far from White Castle's headquarters, by the way.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's another reason to go.
1: Yeah. It's another reason to go there.
0: Uh, AJ Amendinger is not one of the drivers we talk about, uh, usually for his cards. Uh, he has cards in 2007. They're in the Press Pass Premium, Stealth, VIP, Tracks, and then Wheels American Thunder. And there's Press Pass signings. They look like they're pretty limited. This is, um, I think, I picked up some rookie cards and had him sign whenever I had seen him. But I don't think any of his signings. They, the signings look like they're limited to to only a few, twenty five. And five, uh, blue f- 25 and I don't gold to five. So, uh, the no number, I don't know if that's a, supposed to be a five or not, but I don't usually see a lot of his early stuff. Uh, granted, it's 2021. 20, so, um, but in the premium, he has a base card number 83, and then there's a red version, a number to five in the stealth. The stealth was actually interesting because it's got the regular stealth and then the chrome exclusive, chrome platinum. Uh, eBay previews maximum access, which I'm assuming that's an uh, insert or is that an autograph? Maximum access autograph, and then the retail number 29. So, and then VIP card number 84 again, eBay preview serial number to one get a grip drivers. Looks like memorabilia serial number to 70, and get a grip teams. Yeah, I think 70.
1: those were, were Rachel's gloves, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Cool, and then there's rookie stripes. I always like those rookie stripes cards and then rookie stripes autograph and then tracks tracks i think they tried to bring tracks back for a year or two and then didn't go very well and then stopped but that's card number 82 there's ebay previews serial number five gold hollow foiled serial number 50 red to 10 and then the american thunder american thunder number 84 serial number three forty five I was like, that's an autograph. And then there's a 50 50 of them that's variation with Dinger as the autograph. That's pretty cool. I like when uh, they do some of those
1: uh, variations on autographs. When Darrell Waltrip signed his Jaws and uh, uh, Buddy Baker signed his Leadfoot. Yeah, those are pretty cool.
0: I think I had a Red Farmer like that, but it was was the car, that other car that he ran or whatever he was famous for. And uh, so then there's Cool Threads and then a uh, single hat as well. So uh, his cards are in 2007. They probably don't get nearly as much love as they probably should, but um, he, they always, whenever they're at a road course, they always talk about A.J. Amendinger has the ringer for the road course. So he definitely proved it there in Ohio. Our highest finished rookie is Ty Gibbs. I don't know if we go need to go into Ty Gibbs. We talk about him quite a bit, but his rookies are in the 20. Twenty Chronicles. And if you're not familiar with Chronicles, that is a an issue from Panini that has about 13 sets in it. Most of them are small, expect, except for the Spectra. That's a large 100-card set. But just briefly, there's a Chronicles set, a Phoenix set, a Score set, and that is reminiscent of the old Score football design Spectra, like I said. And then and he has autographs in those Series sets as well. And then on, in 2020 Panini Prism, just signatures with about 15 different parallels of the signatures So that's Ty Gibbs. The next race is also at Texas Motor Speedway. That's the ALSCO uniforms 250. Looks like it's going to be a double header on Saturday. The Xfinity race is at 4 p.m. The, the truck race is at 1. That's June 12th. 2021 stages are 40, 40, 87 laps for 167 laps. Uh, if you keep a score in the Xfinity series, Austin Cedric is still leading in points uh, with three wins. A.J. Amendinger has two wins now, followed by Daniel Hemrick, Harrison Burton, Jay Burton, Justin Haley, Justin Allgaier, Brandon Jones, Jeremy Clintz, Michael Nett, Noah Graskin, Matt Snyder, Brandon Brown, Riley Hurst, Ty Gibbs, and Josh Berry. Those are the top 16. And then we found to clarify that Ty Gibbs is not play off eligible since he's only raced in seven of the races and everybody else has run 11 or more. So, so that is the Xfinity series. I don't know if you have anything, Logan. Um, I know I'm going through to quick this weekend and spend most of our time on the 89 max, uh, anything I missed, you want to add for the X- Xfinity Series or Truck Series?
1: Well, right there towards the end of the race in the Xfinity Series, uh, Austin Cindric was up front, and of course they were. Everybody was muscling their way in, in and out of the field, and he got spun out right, right at the very end. So uh, his finish wasn't as good as he had hoped. But uh, the way AJ Allmendinger came back from that penalty with, gosh, how many? I forget how many laps that was. It was like. 16, 18 laps, whatever it was at the end to, to come. But he wasn't at the very end. He was just, the, I think, the last car on the, the lead lap, which I think he was like 21st. But to come from 21st to the lead, I mean, he basically had to, to pass a, one car a lap to do that. And uh, uh, the, the announcers, I don't think they really thought he was going to be able to do it, but he did do it. And uh, it was quite impressive to watch. Uh, it was a great race. I really, I really love road course racing now. Uh used to be back in the day when uh, there were a, a lot of cup drivers that couldn't drive road courses and they would go to school. And then, of course, the, a lot of teams would get these, you know, quote, air quote uh, road course ringers in there. Uh, it wasn't all that good, but now it's it's very exciting. And, you know, and, and that shows with all the road course races that are on all the schedules this year. So yeah. it was a great race.
0: I think there are eleven now uh, in the Cup Series, anyway. Eleven road races, so yeah, they definitely. Um, that, and that's always been the stigma, right? It's like I went to a race, whatever. They're you know making all lefts, whatever. So with the uh, inclusion of more road courses, that maybe they're trying to pull in some other market or fans or whatever. But yeah, I definitely like the road course but when you, you were saying that i i forgot like that line from days of thunder i don't know why i'm on days of thunder today but it's like a rowdy pushed me into something and i hit somebody else and they spun out whatever and that's kind of austin Cindric did not want to see that uh caution at the end and then they it was three wide going into the corner and it's something had to give
1: yeah <laughs> it was austin Cindric
0: <laughs> yeah i felt bad for him because you know he Everybody else, he was turned around backwards and everybody else was driving away, you know, so, but he had led so much of that race. But again, you know, it, he's the points leader, I guess, in the points in Xfinity. So, you know, the thing is to make sure when you get to the playoffs that you are hitting on all cylinders and and their team definitely was in a great position other than the caution coming out or having that bad spin or whatever. So
1: yeah, and there was a lot of cautions there at the end, and uh, you know, of course, you know, you, it, those things are a judgment call from NASCAR. You know, there's some of them I think they probably should not have thrown, but you know, that's just my opinion. But you know, you know, who knows? Maybe they do that to to, to spice up the the restarts and spice up the racing. I don't know.
0: You know. Well, you know, some of them they're in the pebbles and stuff, and there's really when you get stuck, not much you can do. You know, them pull out the stretcher, or who was it? Somebody's car wouldn't start, or whatever, right? And they got maybe I'm confusing the different the, between the Cup and the Xfinity, but they had to come out and give him give him a push. so They run out of gas, or right before. Um, yeah, I remember they that. Rode, yep. So, but moving on to the Cup Series, that was race number sixteen, and that was the thirty second annual Toyota Save Mart 350 Sunday, June sixth at Sonoma Raceway, Sonoma, California. That's a two. .52-mile road course. Uh, that was the continuation of last week's Kyle Larson show.
1: Was it ever? He <laughs> he has put a whooping on everybody. I mean, he was, he was basically unstoppable. The only way he was going to get – the only way he was not going to win that race is if something broke on his car. Other than that, he was not going to be denied at all.
0: Yeah, so he won stage one, stage two, and then won the race. Continuing the three stage wins at Charlotte and the win there, so that's like five stage wins and two checkered flags. Chase had led some laps there, but Larson just—he, I don't know if he's driving a little more aggressive or whatever—but he, you know, he definitely won it. So,
1: well, he's driving with a lot of confidence right now. I mean. He's, he knows he's got the equipment, he's got the skill, um, and he's not afraid to show it or use it. So, I I think right now he's he's unstoppable. I wouldn't be surprised to see if he wins again this weekend.
0: Yeah, so Hendrick finishes 1-2, and I think there was a stat, whatever, for Hendrick finishing the team going back to uh, Kyle Kiefer's. Uh, Carl,
1: yeah, Carl Kiekaver, He he's the guy who – uh, invented the outboard motor, you know, his, his, uh, his team, you know, he he spent his or some of his fortune on NASCAR back in the fifties and built, you know, these super teams with Tim flock and uh, Herb Thomas and, and those and Lee Petty, those guys. And uh, yeah, they were, they were a formidable team. And, you know, like you say, Hendrick tied the record for uh, most consecutive one, two finishes with, with Carl Kikaver's team.
0: So that's pretty impressive. That's going back to the 50s,
1: yeah. I mean, that's a long standing record.
0: Uh, so but, um, the Toyotas and Fords kind of broke up there. So Martin Truex came in third, Logano fourth, Kyle Busch fifth, Kurt Busch. Good to see him up there. Rochester saying seven, eight, Denny Hamlin. Our highest finishing rookie was Chase Briscoe. Well, we know it's either going to be Chase Briscoe or Anthony Alfredo, and that. Uh, Chase Briscoe was in position 17. We talked last week about Kyle Larson's cards. Uh, Not to go over too much, but um, basically 2013 fanfare, 2013 total memorabilia. A few different type of parallels in the fanfare. Uh, A PSA 10 hollow foil die cut uh, sold for right at $400 uh, as a pop of one. Um, the red foil die cuts were out of retail. Sapphire was uh, there were power packs. I think that came with the hobby boxes when they were um, maybe sealed in the hobby boxes, if I remember right. Uh, diamond cuts and the sapphire versions were in that as well. Uh, the autographs, the silver, gold, red, blue, green, mm-hmm. uh, all serial number to two twenty five or less, and the total memorabilia. There's only a few parallels of that. The red, gold, black, and white. Um, the red is out of the retail. And then there are the Rising Stars autographs. There's a few versions of it. Uh, highest is numbered to 125. Everything else is less. 99, 25, and 5. A lot of that fanfare and total memorabilia wax has dried up. So uh, not a lot of that around to bust.
1: And then yeah, Chase... I don't see much of that these days uh, anywhere, you know, and I would love to have some of it. You know, we, we remember we busted a few boxes of it when it was brand new, but you know, since then it really hadn't been much.
0: Yeah. I like the fanfare. I think, I don't know if it was eight packs, you got four autos and four memorabilia, something like that. Um, yeah. I haven't seen much of that, but uh, somebody on the nuts site, uh, I don't say they were showing off, but they had a two blasters of 2012 and then look like a hobby box of fanfare. So very, very cool. I wish I could get hands on that. I remember buying the total memorabilia blasters. I think they're like five or $10, but this has been, oh, quite a while ago. Uh, And then Chase Briscoe, we've talked about before. His rookies are in 2018 Panini certified, and they're about 15 different parallels for that there's fresh face signatures as well um he's in panini prime he's got the jumbo patches memorabilia in there Rare use quads and sheet metal and then panini 2018 panini prism scripted signatures no base uh so when you're looking for those Haley Degans and stuff Keep an eye out for scripted signatures of Chase Briscoe, and then in Victory Lane, only signatures as well. So really, the twenty eighteen Panini Certified have have the base card for him and parallel. So our next race, that Texas Motor Speedway, it's the All Star Open and All Star Race Sunday, June thirteenth, six p.m. to eight p.m. Is uh, eight p.m. is the All Star Race. Our playoff standings so far, we're race 16 of 26. August 28th is the last regular season race. That's Daytona, the Coke Zero Sugar 400. Uh, right now, Kyle Larson is in first with points with three wins. Martin Truex, three wins. Alex Bowman, two. So those are our multiple winners. Then Chase Elliott, William Byron, Logano, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Christopher Bell, Michael McDowell, all on points, that's position 11. Then 12 starts our first uh, leader on points. That's Denny Hamlin. There's a big drop-off between him and Kevin Harvick in 13th. Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, Chris Buescher. And then on the outside, looking in, our buddy there, Matt Benedetto, and Kurt Busch. And Kurt Bush is getting ready to jump over uh, Matt DiBenedetto there, there. Uh, Ricky yeah, yeah. and Ross Justine.
1: Yeah, he had a good finish this this weekend that helped him out. But but I tell you what, Ganassi, they just they they're they're having a terrible year. I mean, they have they've, they've had a lot of mechanical issues, a lot of bad luck. It's you know, I, I wouldn't want to be on Ganassi's team right now <laughs> at all. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in one of those
0: team meetings. So that's our uh, recap of the series and cards uh, moving on over we will talk about the 1989 max set uh, this is one of my favorite sets I think it's very colorful you know you go from 88 max with that white white back blue blue lettering I believe not blue or black and then you get to the 89 max and it's you know like a rainbow there uh, green back. It's, re- it's really cool. Uh, I did not collect in 89, but I do remember the Toolbox set. I do remember the Crisco set. But, you know, all the years ago now and uh, starting to get into NASCAR and doing the research and stuff. So uh, I don't know where to start. So it's a 220-card set. We'll talk about you have the your normal set. There's, like I said, a Crisco set, and there's a preview set. Maybe we start with a preview. I don't know. So we talked about the previews before. So going between 88 and 89, I think Jim McCullough had way super duper amount of 88 wax packs. So I think they sat around a table like, what do we do with all these things? So they, uh, you know, we're coming out with this 89 max set. Let's throw some preview cards in there, throw three packs in there, seal it up, put an 88 price guide on the back of that preview. And so those were the first ones available, uh, Logan. I don't know if you remember those or not. I, oh, I don't remember them, but I'm assuming that's you know Logic, um, since I've gotten most of my wax packs out of those preview packs.
1: Well, I totally remember them. I mean, the 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 place that that I remember them being at the most were Woolworths. Uh, you know, and we had we we had several Woolworths here in town, and uh, I remember one in particular uh, had a huge end cap just full of those things and they stayed there for a long time and they finally reduced them to like 99 89 or 99 cents i can't remember because they were like i think a dollar 59 or something at the time and so uh uh we bought them all from from our our woolworths and uh it was you know like I said it's the three three packs and you had the preview cards in there Uh, And, you know, they were the blister packs. And I remember driving up to to Jackson, Tennessee, which is about an hour from here. And there there was a Woolworths at the mall there. And they had the same thing. They had a whole end cap full of those things. And again, I bought, we went and bought every single one of them that they had. Uh, So, and and they were at Toys R Us. I remember Toys R Us had them. Uh, uh, But the crazy thing about it, at least for me in my area, is that, I never, in 89, I never saw any 1989 cello packs anywhere, period. And it's not like we we just looked around, you know, in my general area here in West Tennessee. I mean, we went to Arkansas. We went down to Mississippi. We went a lot of places, you know, Alabama, and never, ever saw any wax packs at all for 1989.
0: Well, you're not the first person to tell me that. I think um, maybe it'll make sense. We we talk about it some more. Um, So the one thing about the previews is that there's two different cover cards, cover cards to that blister. And recently I thought for sure those three packs inside were all sealed. Now, only in the last month or two, I've seen some preview blisters that had looked like three packs in there, but the packs were not in cellophane. They were loose. And but I looked at the edges to see if it looked like they were tampered or not, and they didn't look like they were tampered. So I don't know if they got to the end and there's <laughs> like shipped or whatever, but yeah,
1: I remember that as well. I remember seeing you know loose 88 card 88 packs in there, you know, and uh, you know, that's that's I, I think it's like what you said, Val. They got towards the end, they had all these extra cards, and they didn't have them. wrapped in solo. So they just just literally just threw them in these blister packs for the 89 previews and just went with it.
0: So we had covered 88 max. um, And I guess it was a few months ago. And with Jason and we were going through the max facts and they max facts is max's publication, uh, their newsletter. And they said, so the Myrtle beach printing was 1 million cards. And then the Charlotte was 22 million cards. So, uh, that's where I'm kind of going with that. I think they just had stuff laying around and they felt they found a good way to um, to get rid of them. But so you did. So you're verifying then that lo- there's loose packs inside there that they're not all self. And you can tell just by looking at the ends about that. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And and the thing about, you know, the, of course, the preview cards, I think that's a there's there's nine different driver cards in there, if I remember correctly. But the thing about those those preview cards is they were put in those blister packs with no protection whatsoever. So, you know, they literally got banged around and corners got dinged. So if you try to get those graded in high grade, um, it's, it's almost nearly impossible. Because you just can't hardly find any of those cards that don't have some kind of corner damage.
0: Yeah, so it looks like you got nine cards. Uh, you got four, not nine cards, sorry. You got... You got five cards, the set is eight cards and there's a cover card. What's interesting though, is that there's two different versions of the cover card. I think they, again, kind of backing up the theory that uh, they did these cover cards while they were working on uh, the 89 set because it says max race cards. And it's like coming through a piece of paper with the design But then there's another – and the reason you can tell it's the cover card is because on the back is the checklist for the cover card. Then they went to the uh, Sam Bass version of the Bill Elliott card coming through, and it also has the checklist on the back. So uh, they also used, I believe, that same image on the wax packs.
1: Yeah, I believe so.
0: So because it says – a max 100 laps cards, collect enough cards to total 500 or more laps and get a free six week subscription to Grand National Scene. Send name address and cards to something 500 laps or more to Grand National Scene. Um, so it kind of makes sense where all right, they had the one cover card and then they were working on the wax packs and 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 building these, uh, you know, printing the set and then they go, you know, and, and have basically it's like the same picture and card as the regular card, except that there's no number in on the back. It's left blank.
1: That is correct. And yeah, so- I, I'm I'm looking at the PSA pop report on these, um, on the preview card, the 89 preview cards. And there's been, uh, looks like 65 total gray or no, I'm sorry. If I, uh, blah, blah, blah. 76 graded, and there's no 10s whatsoever, and there's only 11 nines. Oh, wow. So the, mo- the most common grades are 8 and 8.5. Okay. So that tells you how hard those things are to get graded. And, of course, with the having the greenbacks and everything, that, that just didn't help. <laughs>
0: no, and what's interesting is that Dale Earnhardt is missing from these previews. So the previews made of Jeff Bodine, Bill Elliott, Bobby Hillen Jr., Sterling Marlin, Mark Martin, Richard Petty, Rusty Wallace, and Michael Waltrip. And then, like I said, there's three versions or two versions of the cover card. The one with the the name coming through and then the other one with the car, both with the cover card checklist on the back. I mean, the checklist for the preview on the back. So then moving over to the set, it was a 220 card set. So they went from 100 cards to 220 and you can kind of say that the 100 card 1988 MAX set had some fluff in there with uh, the checklist cards and, well, maybe some track cards and the header card, that kind of stuff. They, you know, went all out on this 220 card set. Now, these cards were printed different than they were for the 88 MAX set. The 88 Max set is more your traditional, when you think of like tops and stuff like that, where there's different cards on the card sheet. In the 89 Max set, they actually printed the same driver on the same sheet, but it was like a 12-card sheet. So instead of having a big 100 or 50-card sheet, it was just like a little 12-card sheet, and it was all the same card. Now there's one variation in the set that's card number 5, the Jeff Bodine. The last line of the text is incomplete. So on that 12 card sheet, one half of the card or the or the cards on the side of the sheet had the error, the other side did not. So it was just m- most likely a printing problem, but they didn't go and make it like a living set like they did the 88 Max changing stuff, people married or engaged to married, missing wives, whatever. Max did not do that in 89. I think they had their hands full with this large set. So the wax boxes, 48 packs a box. Uh, There's kind of three, say printings, three ways to have uh, fine factory sets. There's the peak set. That's the first hundred cards in the set. Cards one to 100. Logan, what'd you say it was called?
1: The Winston Cup set.
0: Okay, but people call it the Peak Set because Kyle Petty's on there and he was driving the Peak Car, correct?
1: That is correct. Yeah, it's got the number 42 Peak Car.
0: Then there's a white box. It's more of your traditional, you know, go to the, your, your local card shop and buy a, what is it, like a 400-count box or 300-count box. And, you know, they they put a label on the side. They don't, they don't think they even sealed it like they did the 88 Max.
1: No, they didn't. they are They're not what you would say factory-sealed. I mean, so if somebody tells you they have a factory sealed 89 set, that's not correct because they just slapped the label on them and there's no seal. You can just open it up, you know, like I said, it's unlike the 88 Max set. And, uh, you know, it was, of course, it was packed the same way as the, as the 88, uh, just in a bigger box. So, of course, you had your top and bottom cards uh, in the box would um, would get damaged just from, you know, you know, shuffling around.
0: Yeah. T- too much uh, cards shuffling around. But if you're looking for grading the next set, the toolbox set, it's a red cardboard box. It's probably, I don't know, six, eight inches long, about an inch thick. Uh, looks like a little toolbox. It is wrapped in cellophane or sealed. It's got little uh, air holes in it. So if you look at it, At an angle, you can kind of tell if it's been sealed or not. But when you open that up, there's like a little cardboard pool. You open it up and then there's a white tray in there. And I think it's got four or five stacks of cards and that's cellophane as well. And so those are really secured, uh, not a lot of movement with those. So uh, a lot of my high grade PSA cards have come from toolbox sets. Logan, you have... Same experience,
1: yeah. If you're going to grade the 89 set, I highly recommend getting your cards out of the toolbox set because I also think that they had different printings for the you know the regular factory set that they had versus the toolbox set. Uh, the card the card stock looks to me looks maybe just a hair different, but. I have found out that on the factory set, that the the green backs chip a lot, whereas whatever ink or whatever they used for the toolbox set doesn't do that nearly as much. So your chances of getting, uh, you know, high grade nines and tens out of the toolbox set are much greater than I would say out of the out of the peak set or the uh, the regular factory set.
0: Yeah, I think the toolbox set is your best bet. I'm not a big fan of the wax packs. I've opened some wax packs and I find that the cards are not cut precisely like they are for the toolbox set. You know, if you take a wax pack and and open it and put all the cards, uh, I think they had some quality control issues maybe with wax. And that might be why we don't have that much wax or maybe the factory sets were better uh, cost center for max at the time so uh so you're talking about 89 uh the pri- first price guides really wouldn't come out until december of 89 i can't remember when the max facts started
1: i, th- I think max facts started in 1990 if i, if I remember correctly
0: drumroll please may 1990 give that man a prize
1: ding 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 ding
0: Yeah. So the first issue of Max Facts, the official publication exclusively for Club Max members, as it says, volume one, number one, May 1990, 1990s released. That's the uh, cover of the Max Facts. So so just kind of, you know, thinking about that time frame, the first racing card price guys wouldn't come out until December of 89, January of 90. I think Max, you know, was playing in that, that area there and, you know, learning. Like I said, they, I don't imagine they chewed off a big double in their set uh, from 100 to 200. So, so we talked about the wax boxes. We talked about factory sets. So, I don't know how those were distributed or how those sets were getting out.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, I don't either. Like Like I said, I never, I mean, they weren't even in our hobby stores here or, or you know, they I didn't just see they my just first,
0: work anywhere. Yeah, we, I didn't I, see my, my first toolbox set until like early 90s.
1: Yeah, my my wife said she sent off for the toolbox set back in the day. I'm trying to remember how much it was. It, it was I think maybe $25, $30 at the time. It was it was kind of expensive. It wasn't, you know, for, for back in 1989. Uh, and I still have that, that set up here, it's still sealed.
0: Is that from um, Max?
1: You came straight from Max, yeah.
0: So maybe they were doing they, they were selling just like they were doing the 88s, uh, selling that from there. So because like I said, you couldn't find the wax packs.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's only been in recent years that it, that I have been able to buy uh, any any complete wax boxes, 89 wax boxes. In fact, I bought one like about a year ago. Uh, but, you know, I think I've got two of them, um, but, you know, the, and, and I'll have to say that, that when I bought the first one, that was the first complete box I had ever seen. And that you know, you're, we're talking about, you know, in the in the 2000s and, you know, it's been, you know, say maybe 20 years since, since those dang things were printed. So that just goes to show you how how hard they are to find and how rare, you know, you know a, a complete box is. And I know you've got at least one, don't you, Val?
0: Yeah, I've got a few. I think I got them in the late two thousands when I started collecting. So there is a binder from Max that you can collect as well. And I think to your point, I I see so many more, or I did see so many nineteen eighty eight Max wax boxes, but very few eighty nine Max. So I did buy a few. I think I opened some packs up and realized that, you know, cause I was grading the set like you and that the wax was not the way to go. Uh, I got that first one or two toolbox sets and I had fantastic luck with those being graded. I think I said two Earnhardts in both came back tens. So I was sold on the toolbox set.
1: Yeah. And talking about the Earnhardts, you know, this set contains, you know, what you know, there's some purists that, that, that say, yeah, 1989 is Dale Earnhardt's official rookie card. You know, and there's other people that, that look back, kind of like Val and I do on 19 the 1983 Uno set where that's Dale Earnhardt's rookie, but but you know, I think I'd have to go look at Beckett, but I think Beckett has this the 89 max designated as his rookie card um so i mean it's the the first official you know retail licensed dale earnhardt card
0: yeah i mean if we paint the picture and use our time machine it's 1989 you know maybe the summer of 89 the 88 max has come out we do not know about the 88 earnhardt that promo that no. there's only a handful of those out, and they are going for thousands of dollars on their um telnet, whatever it is, uh newswire for sports cards. So we know there's an 88 Earnhardt. You know, we have the 87 card Winston Cup champ from 88 Max, and that's kind of his rookie because that shows a picture of him, but it's with his team and everything else. So 89. They've come to terms with him and he has his own card. It's basically the same image, just a little, you know, blown up. So for all, you know, per sense and purposes, we don't even know about the 83 Uno yet because that wouldn't be released or that information would be released until one of these price guides in the next year, year and a half that collector's world That David Chobat would go to Collector's World and tell them, hey, or show them a 30-card Uno set. So right now, the price guides, all they know, well, price guides wouldn't be published or created until the end of you know 1989. So here we are. You know, so that's all the information we have. And so that makes perfect sense that the 89 Earnhardt would be, you know, considered as rookie. Now, what is interesting is that even now, I still don't associate the 89 Crisco as a rookie. But technically it is, and it's a different photo.
1: Yeah, technically it is. I I just looked at Beckett, and they do indeed uh, designate the 89 Max card number three, Dale Earnhardt, as his official
0: rookie card. Right. So, you know, if you're looking at that time window, then that is correct. But, mm-hmm. you know, with all these years have gone past and how things have mo- morphed and moved around and – the re-release of the 88 with the gold sticker on it, and then the autograph versions. And then because of the uh, bankruptcy that the original 1988 max, number 99, that a large quantity of them get out. And of course Beckett grading and PSA grade them. So now they've, you know, kind of, you know, have been, have been, um, uh, verified by the market, I guess.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, you know, you're talking about the Crisco set. Um, that, that also has, uh, Dale Earnhardt in it as well. That's a 24 card set that was a promotional set put out by, by Crisco. Uh, when you bought, I think either, either a can of lard or some of their, their Crisco oil, you know, you, they had a, had a little, uh, Stand up display that they would put next to where the the oil and stuff was, and you know you, I guess you were on your honor system. You know if you bought uh, bought one of their products, you get a set. But you know when I saw them, I wasn't quite on my honor system. I just grabbed <laughs> this, grabbed me a set and said, sorry, sorry, Charlie, I'm taking one of your sets. Yeah, so it was a
0: twenty 24- four driver set with a no number header card for 25 cards and the cards are different they have a special crisco edition blue ribbon in the corner and then greg it's so crisco greg Sachs was driving the crisco car uh he's got he's on card number one uh the he's on the car i think is on number 24 and then it's also on the header card and it was produced by Max and distributed by Procter and Gamble as a complete set like I said cellophane uh they were given away with the purchase of a product in selected stores throughout the country so it wasn't just you know I guess the south and they were kept in a floor display stand up featuring Greg Sachs and held 96 sets that's a lot of sets and it's reported that 1 million sets were produced not 1 million cards but one million sets produced, so that's you know 25 million cards. But it says two weeks after these sets were shipped to Procter and Gamble, Greg Sachs parted company with his car owner, Buddy Baker, and a large portion of these sets were destroyed. However, many of these sets found their way into the hobby through closeout sales. Now, one thing I did see in the Max Facts is on one of the last pages, uh, I don't know if it was 80, uh, 90, or 91. They were selling a whole freaking display. It was like three hundred and something dollars for that, but then they they lowered the price down. But ninety six sets, wow.
1: Yeah, I can. I'll tell you a quick, funny story. I remember setting up at a at a card show here in Memphis back in back in nineteen ninety when the, uh, uh Bo Jackson nineteen ninety score black and white card was so hot. I was I was trading people people would come up to me and I had a bunch of those Crisco sets and I was trading a a, a Crisco set for for Bo Jackson black and white cards I wish you could do that now wow
0: <laughs> so I pulled up the 1989 Greg Sakis 1989 record and he ran the first like the first 10 races with Buddy Baker Uh, And that was basically the last one was Charlotte. Then there's a gap. He doesn't start racing again until race 14. And then he's with Dinner Bell Foods. So, uh, you know, we were talking just before coming on. It's like I was looking at the, you know, the show, his status. So uh, he was running in Daytona and Rockingham. But then he had engine problems in Atlanta, engine problem in Richmond. He crashed in Darlington. Yeah, He ran in Bristol and North Wilkesboro. And then he had an engine. Uh Marsville, crash in Talladega, Crash in Charlotte, cra- oil pump. Oh, then he went then he went to the new team, but I don't think his troubles disappeared. He had oil pump problem there, crash at Pocono, another engine, crash, transmission handling, and then engine. Uh he had a few other runnings in there, so <laughs> he did not have a good 89 season. So but so that's one of those reasons why um you know I guess Crisco wanted to um not really promote that that set so the sets have been all over the board they the they were very cheap you get them for like a dollar or two for years but here in the last i don't know what six months man things have gotten nuts and i think you know the word has gotten out that there's a down rookie in there so uh, they have skyrocketed
1: yeah they have i mean and i'll go ahead and say it right now that you know sure that's 1989 and it, you you could think of it as being his rookie card, but that's really not his rookie card. If if you're gonna sell one somewhere, you know, it's it's the '89 regular '89 max that is his true, well, according to Beckett, rookie card.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like I said that that one wasn't re- sold in packs and and sets and stuff like that. So to that point, that is correct. It is cool that. It's a different photo than the '89, which is kind of a photo like the '88 Max. So uh, it's card number six in the Crisco set, and then he's number three in the base set.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, I like that Crisco set. I've I've got a graded set. It, it's 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 a fun little set. I kind of wish I had more Dale Earnhardt's. <laughs> <'Cause> it <laughs> seems like everybody's wanting that card these days. But,
0: um, yeah, so the uh PWCC sold a 1989 Max, um, number three PSA 10 that closed May 27th for $887.77. So that's that was kind of the last sale that I see for PSA 10. Uh, looks like there are some Crisco sets that have sold uh, Crisco PSA 10 Earnhardt's. But uh, they have uh, were best offers, so
1: yeah. And I don't think we touched on it, but the the Crisco sets were packaged just like um, the eighty eight and eighty nine Max sets. They, they they were they were wrapped in, in shrink wrap or you know a cello pack, if you will. And uh, of course, with the cover card being on the front, uh, you know that card, you know. Since, since they, they shrink wrapped it, you know, the corners kind of got folded down a little bit. So the the cover card in high grade is, 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 I mean, it's not tough, but it's, it's tougher than the other cards.
0: Yeah. That, that cellophane, that is definitely not a uh, help, help a card when you try you're trying to get something graded. So cellophane, even for uh, tops packs and stuff like that, you know, the cellophane, packs or cello packs are are not the ones you want to uh, go after so but that is the only way that those crisco sets come but it's a nice little fun set you know if you don't want to buy a factory set or whatever.
1: Yeah and uh, I'm I'm looking at the uh, the PSA pop report on those there's been eight hundred and twenty nine of those Crisco cards graded. Uh three hundred and thirty six are tens. So yeah oh, wow. so that's that's pretty good. Um, seven of those are the header card, uh, which is really not that bad. Uh, but the big one that's got the most tens is of course, Dale Earnhardt at 111 tens.
0: Wow. So maybe, well, I guess if you get your hands on a display, display, um, case, you know, and they haven't been shuffled around or handled, they probably will hold up. Um, Oh Yeah. And I do, I have seen those display cases so on eBay before. And this was all pre pandemic. It's probably been, I don't know, five years, whatever. But I want to say they sold for, you know, less than $200 for, I think shipping was the big key on that because uh, that thing's like a suitcase and, you know, it's heavy. So,
1: you know, yeah. Yeah. I'd be afraid to get it shipped because, you know, shipping companies these days, they just kind of just bang stuff around. So,
0: and I don't know if I told you, good.
1: No, I was gonna say there's just a good chance of some
0: damage. Yeah, at the Hickory Show, uh, there was a gentleman who had a display uh, display stand full of those, and I think he was selling them. I don't know if they were fifty dollars a set and two for forty dollars a set or something like that, but I don't think he sold many or any, but. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is that you know those display stands are still around and and people still have them. So I don't know how much of those were destroyed or if they went back to Max or I mean I've heard numerous stories about Max and product I don't say leaking or, get, or getting out of the out of the place here in Charlotte. So back then, but yeah. I-
1: but yeah, I, I was gonna gonna go back to the the regular eighty nine max and talk about the grading on those a little bit as far as population report. Um, I'm looking at the population report on PSA for eighty nine max. There's been fifteen hundred and eighty two cards total graded uh, of those. Five hundred and fifty four are tens, so that's like basically one out of three. So that's that's not bad. You know and of course Dale Earnhardt leads leads the pack with 49 tens which when you think about it that's not that many um you know out of out of 300 322 of those graded 49, 49 were tens
0: yeah i don't think that's you know 49 tens is is a lot for that kind of iconic card
1: no i don't either and uh you know it's not like the the uh, the 89 upper deck Ken Griffey card in a 10, which is in the thousands and thousands and still commanding a lot of money. But uh, yeah,
0: agreed. Now, yeah. the 89 Max, because of the size uh, from going from 100 in 1988 to 220 in 1989, there are a lot of drivers and NASCAR team members that have rookie cards in the 1989 Max set. You know, going through the checklist, uh Harry Hyde, you know, his first card. He's an engine builder and you know definitely will be in the hall of fame one day. Uh Ricky Rudd, his first card. Harry Gant, his first card. Uh Kirk Shepherdine won numerous championships with Dale Earnhardt as a crew chief, uh Kyle Petty, Jeff Hammond. I'm going through the list here. Rick Hendrick, his first card. Um, yeah, I
1: mean, there's a, there's a lot of rookies in this set, a lot, a lot of crew chiefs, a lot of uh, team members, a lot of team owners, uh, also some like announcers, you know, team officials, <clears throat> or excuse me, NASCAR officials. Yeah, and, and there's also Wendell Scott's car has a card. Uh, they have a classic series as a gray border set. Or not set, but gray, they were gray border instead of the orange border, and they were the classic cars or cards, and uh, you've got like Curtis Turner and Wendell Scott, Fred Lorenzen, Daryl Derringer, Marvin Panch. So there's a lot of you know, a lot of the, a lot of the old timers, a lot of the Hall of Famers that you know we have now are in that are in that part of the set.
0: Yeah, uh, Dale Inman, his first card. Waddell Wilson, who's in the Hall of Fame, his first card. Jack Roush, also Hall of Fame, uh, Robert Yates, and like you were saying, Fred Lenzen, David Pearson, Wendell Scott. Oh, uh, it's cool. It, uh, I think later on in the in the series, they have that duel with Richard Petty and Kyle Petty, and then a Rusty Wallace and Kenny Wallace.
1: Yeah, that, that Richard Petty and Kyle Petty is the last card. It's card number 220.
0: So there's a few checklist cards in there as well. Uh, Like I said, it's got the rainbow on the front, and the back is green with black writing. And to Logan's point, the chipping around the edges is a problem uh, if you're trying to grade a set in high grade. And Logan would know uh, he's got, I think, the highest PSA-graded set of the 1989 Max set.
1: Yeah, I've got I've got all of them in tens except for like four cards.
0: Yeah, that that's pretty impressive.
1: It, it is. It's and it, it's been hard. I'll, I'll I'll say that I've spent i <laughs> I've spent a lot of money trying to get get as many tens as I've gotten because uh you know all it takes is the least little chip on the back or you know being off center just enough or whatever uh, to get a nine. And I've got a ton of nines too. I could probably do a nine set.
0: So uh, in the set also is there's like a recap I believe of 1988. They have recap of the winners of the series, of the of the races in 1988. Those are in the higher numbers.
1: Yeah, they call those the I think those are the year in review cards.
0: Right, and then um, what you were talking about with those gray cards, which are all of the legends, like you were saying, the Smoky Eunuch, Ralph Moody. Uh, Donnie Allison, Marvin Pants, Fred Lorenzen, Wendell Scott, Curtis Turner, Junior Johnson. Uh, Junior Johnson has a card in this set as well is one of the orange cards. Uh, Daryl Derringer, Marvin Pants, David Pearson, Talladega, Tim Flock, Fireball Roberts, Bobby Isaac, and yeah, Ned Jerry. I forgot
1: about Fireball Roberts. Uh, he's, he's one of my favorite all-time drivers.
0: Yeah, so also in 1989 is the 89 Winter Circle. Maybe we'll talk about that one next week. Um, But up to this point, you know, this is where they were able to have some of these legends of the sport and pay tribute to some of them in this 89 Max set. And then also um, Patty Moise, how is that how you pronounce it?
1: Patty Moise.
0: Patty Moise has a rookie card here. So I think that's the first woman uh, Max has produced card for.
1: Yeah, and you also had Rob Maroso who was yes. a, a heck of a, a a talented young driver and uh unfortunately he was he was killed in a, in a car wreck uh in 1990, I believe. Yeah, that was pretty sad cuz I really did like Rob Maroso. I thought he had a, a lot of potential and he could have he could have very well have been a, a future cup champion but it just wasn't meant to be it's just it's a sad sad story to me
0: yeah when you said that it made me think of i do remember or looking through the old price guides where that rob moroso rookie card was a high dollar card at the time because mm-hmm. you know he was doing so well in the bush series at the time
1: yeah i think he made a few cup starts not many just a couple but he was it, i remember i remember you know hearing the news and it was it, it was really heartbreaking And, uh, I know his father went, you know, who owned Moroso performance products or, you know, they built aftermarket products for, for, for racing and for, you know, drag racing and all, you know, all forms of racing, uh, it hit his dad pretty hard. And I don't think his dad lived a whole, whole, you know, too many more years later, just because I think he grieved pretty much grieved himself to death over, over Rob being killed. It's very sad. It is very sad. Yeah, the '89 set is a, is an awesome set. If if you're not collecting it, um, it's easy to collect. It's easy to get a set. It's they're not expensive, and you can get yourself a, a freaking Dale Earnhardt, Senior Rookie card. So I mean, why not? You know, I it, like I said, if you're not collecting it, you, you need to get it because it's it's one of these sets to have, in my opinion.
0: Well, looking at closed prices, the uh, Toolbox set closed. June 6th, and today is June 8th, uh, for $79. There's only one bid, and it says it's sealed. So uh, that's, I think, a steal at that price. Uh, If it's it's sealed, yeah. Because you have a high probability of getting, I would say, at least a nine. Uh, I think, I don't want to say, I think the card will be in really good shape. I think the only issue would be if it's off-center or not. So, yep, you know, like I said, I am a, a big... Supporter of the toolbox set. I think that is where you're going to get uh, your best condition cards from.
1: Yeah, because they're as Val was talking about. It, it's a well protected set because you have you have uh, this outer box, this red box that, that that's printed up to look like a toolbox, and then inside there's there's this separate sleeve uh, with four uh four different stacks in, in, inside this sleeve that's also Wrapped in uh, shrink wrap, and the cards. I mean, they, they may move around. The top ones may move around a little bit, but I mean, they're very well protected. So you you know, if you get a toolbox set that that somebody, you know, hasn't banged around or done anything with, I mean, you're going to get a, a really nice set out of that. Uh, I I made the the mistake one time of well, I won't say it's a mistake. I bought a toolbox set. I got it. It was cheap too. And I, and I didn't know why it was so cheap and I got it and apparently it had got soaked in water or not soaked, but it laid in water. So the bottom part of some of the cards on the bottom were wet, but the Dale Earnhardt was still good. So I kept it. I didn't, I didn't send it back to the guy cause I got it for, you know, like 25, $30 or whatever it was. So, uh, so but yeah, that I mean that's that's the only thing you gotta worry about is just some something like that. But literally over, overall, um it's it's I agree with, with Val, it's the best set if you're gonna buy a, a factory set to buy.
0: Yeah, it's basically double boxed and secured as opposed to a factory set or even a peak set, they can move around and in that toolbox set, uh, they're yeah. they're pretty secure. So
1: yeah, that Peak set is, is packaged the same way, as, as, again, as the 88 Max. It, it's a custom printed box, but it's, it's still packed the same way where the cards can move around in there and the top and bottom cards can get damaged you know, from just moving the things around. So, uh, uh, yeah, the, the tool, Toolbox set is, is the best 89 version of the 89 set by far. Oh, you know one thing we totally missed? What's that?
0: As soon as I tell you, you'll you'll remember. So in each wax pack, there's only there's only the only insert. It came oh. one per pack. Only way to get them. Stickers. Yes.
1: God, and I thought about that a while ago and I totally freaking forgot about
0: it. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, so there's total there's total of 20 different stickers. And if you collect uh hockey in the eighties, uh, tops would include uh, helmet stickers. And so this is very similar. Uh, and then Logan, I'll let you talk about the stickers.
1: Yeah. The stickers there, there was, there was one, a pack and it was on the bottom. So that, that's a good thing because, you know, that's, that kind of protects the, the, the cards that were, you know, towards the bottom from the, again, getting that, that little wrap around uh, corner effect from the, you know, the shrink wrap, but it, what was really cool about them is they each, each sticker had these like cross flags that had the car, no, had car numbers on them. Um, you know, like there was one with Dale Earnhardt, uh, and the, and the number 15 on there. So, you know, number, of course, number three was, was Dale Earnhardt's, um, there, there were, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember how many of those stickers there were.
0: So it Uh says um, there's a total of 20 cards, but if you look at the back of of one of the stickers here, let me go. I'm looking at on the um, trading card database. On the front, it says collect all 33, but I think that meant 33 different flags, but the checklist says 20. But I thought there was more than one sticker with number three on it
1: no yes right
0: you're right no it is because so i'm looking on training card database there's a three and 52 but then there's also a 15 and a three so but to your point there's two flags on the front it says max racing stickers peel bend and peel and has little arrows collect all 33 and then on the back it says this pack Inside, this pack holds 10 valuable collector cards featuring your favorite drivers, crew chiefs, and team members. Included is one racing classic card as a bonus. This pack also contains two racing stickers. Plus, look for a special offer inside. Collect all 220 max race cards. Uh, for a free brochure or max race cards, please write max brochure. And then the P.O. Box in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then uh this is uh printed made and printed in USA.
1: You mean you couldn't email them? <laughs> <laughs> nope. You couldn't text them? Couldn't go to you couldn't go to their website?
0: Dang, what's the deal? That was a long time ago.
1: It was a long time ago, man. Uh yeah, those stickers are pretty cool and um you know they're also gradable as well. There have been 85, I'm looking at the PSA pop, pop report, of course, I'm big on the pop report. Um, there's been 85 stickers graded, um, and out of the 85, 18 are 10s. So, you know, I don't know, what is that? That's less than 20%. Um, so they are kind of tough. I mean, because they are stickers. You got to think about that. And, you know, they, you know, people didn't take care of those things. I mean, it's just, right. just the way it was.
0: Yeah, so there's no price guide yet yet. So and you know what kids will do? Whatever they they will um stickle. (laughs) Yep. Uh so and we talked about how rare wax is too. So I I don't see them a lot. I don't think they've command any uh you know super price, but I definitely think they're rare and they're probably definitely rare in high grade.
1: Yeah. Like I said, there's only 18, 18 10s out of, out of 85. So that's, that's less than 20%. But, you know, and there's also 29. So between nines and tens, you've got, you know, a- almost half. So, I mean, when you, I guess when you look at that, that's not too bad for those, but uh, you know, they are kind of cool. I, I think the Dale Earnhardt sticker, the one that's got three on it is going to command the most. The rest of them are, you know, going to, Pricing is probably all going to be about the same because, uh, you know, there's really no other numbers that are you know really super popular except for the, the three back then. But, yeah, I, I like the stickers. I think they, I think they're really neat.
0: Yeah. We almost almost uh, finished the episode without talking about. The yeah, stickers.
1: And I had thought about that earlier, too. And, and then I just it just told totally, you know, it's that's what happens when you get old.
0: <laughs> that was so much fun and uh wax boxes so it uh, looks like one sold for about 400 on April 9th there's two other sales um April 9th and may 3rd but um their best offer so like I said they're a little tough to come by so there's not a lot of them for sale um let me look at 88 and just as a comparison see how many were there uh sh- there's a few boxes of '88 for sale that I've sold, so so not that big a difference, I think. So uh, of the number of quantity, but anyway, but you know, we don't know what's out there. So, but there's not a big no. big uh, bunch of them for sale, so I look like they're tougher to find, and just like the '88 Max are, are starting to dry up too. So I guess uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say is that both of them are look like they're getting a little tougher to find. So.
1: Yeah, I mean when you talk about looking for those 88 or 89 boxes, I mean, Val, you and I both have been to a bunch of nationals, and I think we can count pretty much on maybe two hands how many eighty-eight and eighty-nine box combined boxes we've seen at the national. You just don't see them. They're just they're just they're just really not out there.
0: Yeah, I've only found or seen wax boxes online. I don't I've seen eighty eight max at shows. But they usually snapped up that first day.
1: Yeah, I think I I saw one a couple uh, 88 max a couple years ago at the National Baseball Card Exchange. They had one. I, I asked about it, and it was already sold and belonged to somebody. So, you know, there you go. I, in fact, that that, that reminds me. Of, you know, I, I might want to try to take some of my boxes and get them uh, authenticated and sealed by Baseball Card Exchange at the National.
0: That's a good idea.
1: Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that till just now.
0: now. I think I did see an 89 max for the first time, this last show in Hickory. But I think it was—I don't know if it was three or four hundred dollars, or um, basically a little more than I was wanting to spend for a box. So, but again, this has been—you know—how many years I've been going to shows? First time I saw an 89 max. So, but mm-hmm. with the price of all these other sports and the prices they're commanding. Uh, these cards are starting to come out. Uh, people had, who had bought them whenever back then, I think they're realizing that, you know, they're worth something again or people are looking for them now. So,
1: Yep, I would agree.
0: But the 89 Max is a really fun set. It's a big set. It's got a lot of rookies in it. It's one of the, the sets that, like I said, you know, I had bought – uh, and opened to get, because there's no secret that I like to get the cards autographed. You know the Junior Johnsons when I when I saw him when he when he was was still with us. You know Robert Yates and all the guys that would come to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Rick Hendrick, uh, Jack Roush, really uh, cool to get those. I remember Jack Roush was talking about his hat. They had like the Stowe's hat or something on. He made a comment about that. So.
1: Um, yeah, his Strohs, yeah, back, back to the Strohs light with, with, you know, that was Mark Martin's sponsor.
0: Yeah, so it, it's cool, you know, and again, this is the first cards that these gentlemen had after that 88 Max or if they weren't included because it was only 100 cards at the, at the time, so.
1: Yeah, and I think, uh, if I remember correctly, Val and I got yelled at by Junior Johnson one time for trying to get uh, get his autograph. He, he I think he had mistaken us for somebody else because – we had just walked up to him for like the first time, and we yeah. had some cards. And he's like, well, "We're not going to sign these." And he's getting all oh, mad. You guys need to leave me alone. Blah 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 blah. And it's like, "God, man, hold on." We, we did. We had no idea what we did. I mean, we in fact, we we, we didn't do anything. But it was, you know, you are back on it now, it was kind of funny.
0: Yeah. And they made, Yes. And that, that he said that was exactly what happened. He he thought we had come through the line or whatever before. But it, you know, honest, that was the first time that mm-hmm. we were we were there in that line he was at the at the hall of fame and it was like on our one of these little round stand-up tables and he was standing there and
1: that was that moonshine tasting thing
0: yeah that's for the first time he was selling <laughs> Maybe he had his too much uh, moonshine that day i don't know but he yeah he had his sampling for adults of the midnight moonshine um yeah and then he had sausage biscuits and stuff like that too he had different different food lines as well so yeah, I miss Junior Johnson. He was I miss Junior fantastic. Johnson too. He's a
1: great guy. He really yeah. was.
0: I don't know if I told you this story or not, but I'll divert real quick. That So he was a voting member for the inductions panel. Uh, so basically, that morning, the members of the induction ceremony, or the, the induction selection committee would come, they would all go to a room, they have the list of 15 or 25, whatever it is, and then they would whittle it down to the five. And then they would announce that later that day. But so that's a great time to get autographs uh, for autograph folks, because, you know, they, they come to the convention center and they walk to the room. So I don't, I wasn't there yet, but some of the other guys that I know that get autographs, they feed them and i guess it was early in the morning for breakfast but junior didn't like whatever they were serving so he there's a bojangles right there at the convention center so he came out and ordered something at the bojangles and he sat down with some of the guys um and talked to them uh so it, that was really cool
1: it is cool man i didn't know that that's awesome
0: yeah and when and like said so when they would come i remember the last time you know i got to see him um that uh, one of the guys had a cars poster. And so with all the different cars on it. And so he was signing the, cause he was a voice in, in the movie, in the, in the animated movie cars whatever. So, yep. Oh, junior Johnson, the less American hero.
1: Yep. He was, there's a, there's an awesome picture of him having a wreck, and his, as his car is like tumbling, he's like jumping out of the car. Uh, and uh, it's, it's a, it's an awesome picture. I, I, I'd Google that if you if I were you guys out there and check that out, it's pretty, it's a pretty neat pick.
0: He was a tough guy.
1: He was a tough guy.
0: So yeah, his first card is in um, a nine max set.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Well, I think we should leave it there. We're coming up to more than an hour or so.
1: Yeah. It's been a great show, man. I, I love talking about old max cards and, and, the uh all all the the legends of the sport and uh, you know all all the new guys just love talking about it you know period so it's been a great show man
0: well thank you logan for coming on and giving that firsthand experience with 89 max you know like i said i didn't collect 89 max but I, i collected later on so i'm very familiar and then going back through the old publications but uh if you're if you're not familiar we you know NASCAR radio, we go through some of these earlier sets and talk about them. Uh, the 1972 STP, 1983 UNO, 85 Sports Star photographic stickers, and a 1986 Sports Star photographic cards, the Winter Circles with 87, 1987, 1988, and of course, 1980 MAX. So, uh, if you can look at the older episodes, if you want to. Uh, find out about those sets usually we'll talk about the race winners and stuff like that earlier in the episode and then later in the episode we'll talk about uh, those topics so uh, it's one of the reasons i do is to kind of preserve some of this history so for reference if uh, you anybody out there because information about these older sets are um, either in publications that people don't have access to or um, some of this knowledge and stuff that aren't in the publications but uh, stuff that we've derived by years of collecting uh, and trying to put these pieces together and try to solve some of these mysteries. So, but if, Logan, if you don't have anything,
1: I think I'm good, man. We've uh, we've had a great show. I think we've shared some knowledge. Uh, if anybody uh, has any, any other tidbits or anything they'd like to share with us, uh, you know, I'm at King NASCAR on Twitter, and Val is at NASCAR Radio. Just just hit us up.
0: Yep. Answer all the questions. If there's something you want covered, I'll move it up to the, move it up in the queue for you. And, but you know, right now, like I said, we're kind of progressing through the older sets. Uh, even the 1970 Fleer drag strips would kind of start it all. So I'll give a plug in for those as well. So, all right, I'm going to stop talking. Uh, thank you from me and Logan and Jason. Appreciate you listening Uh, Share NASCAR trading cards with your friends and appreciate everybody listening. Like I said, we do it for everybody to share this knowledge. So from uh, me and everybody at NASCAR radio, thank you. And we will talk to you next week. Good night.